to Housing Developments. I'm Jerry Howard. And I'm Jim Tobin. Jim, you have completely uh, flummoxed the world by abandoning your image as the Grinch who stole Christmas and delivering one hell of a present to, to the industry. Congratulations to you and your team on the COVID relief package. Um, tell us and tell our listeners what's in it. Yeah, well, well, thank you, and and and, and not just the le- the legislative team, but but the but the whole regulatory, public affairs, and, and legal team. We we have been working on this deal since the day after the last deal was passed, and and we're happy to see that Congress finally screwed their heads on straight. Uh, in, in my mind, m- months too late, uh, but nonetheless, uh, the president is expected to sign after Congress uh, passed the the bill uh, earlier this week. So a, a lot of good things. First and foremost, uh, they, they refilled the tank on the PPP loan. I know that's been a lifeline for many small businesses out there in our federation. Uh, and, and probably more importantly, they upped the eligibility for 501c6 organizations. And, and for those of you who are on the business side are not sure exactly what those nonprofits are, that's for us, our trade associations that do such a great job of working with you on a day-to-day basis, educating you, advocating for you, uh, but they've been hit by the pandemic through all these state shutdowns, through the loss of home shows or parade of homes or educational events, uh, and have really uh, found their budget squeezed. So this is an opportunity for them to apply to the SBA, uh, get those badly needed funds, and more importantly, uh, ultimately get uh, forgiveness for those loans uh, and help them get through the rest of the pandemic. So that's a big win for us. Uh, the other one is rental assistance. Our multifamily members who have seen uh, who had to deal with with statewide or even federal eviction moratoriums? Uh, we we don't want people out on their ears. We understand that, especially those who've been affected by job losses related to COVID. Uh, but what the Congress failed to understand up until a couple of days ago is that our landlords uh, they are not getting those revenues in so that they can pay their staffs, uh, pay their mortgages on those buildings, and, and the, the maintenance that, uh, that that their tenants demand. A twenty five billion dollar down payment in my mind from the federal government uh, that will flow from the Treasury Department through states uh, and then be distributed directly to landlords uh, has been something that we've been advocating for. There have been different iterations of rental assistance over the past several months, none of which uh, were uh, were complete in our mind. This one does it. We got a lot of what we had wanted in this rental assistance program. I think it's going to be a real boon for the industry uh, as they they weather hopefully what is what is amounting to the end of the pandemic. Well, it's a tremendous effort on the part of you and our whole team. Uh, You're right to recognize the regulatory people and the legal people as well. But particularly, there were uh, three reindeer, I think, that really helped you pull that sleigh a little bit there, Santa. Uh, I want to give a shout out to uh, J.P. Delmore, Jessica Hall, and Alex Strong for some real yeoman's work in getting this thing done for us. And uh, uh, it's something that all of us should take great pride in. Uh, you, you, you said that Congress uh, got their heads screwed on straight finally, and I completely agree with you. There's really no reason uh, other than political motives to have delayed this right. for as long as they did. But uh, finally, it's out there. Uh, it's, it's good news for the members. And I think that uh, we need to let everybody know that when we get back from, from the, uh, the holiday season, We'll be hosting some webinars to make sure that everybody knows how to access these programs uh, to the best of their ability. That goes for the EOs and the PPP program, uh, which now they can take advantage of as C6s. Uh, It also goes for some of our members. Um, And we will be developing also education sessions on the new 4% tax credit changes 
which yeah. are huge to the multifamily community. Um, you know, the only disappointment we have in that, you know what it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You mentioned the 4% credit floor. That's been a real issue for us. And, and no one, no one pushed harder than our, our dear friend uh, who passed away earlier this year, Granger McDonald, uh, you know, obviously former chairman of the association. Uh, I can still hear his voice chirping in our ears about the need for the 4%, something we pushed for in tax reform three years ago. Uh, and to finally get it done is uh, not only a monumental accomplishment, you mentioned JP, uh, but it's, it is so bittersweet. Uh, the first call that JP made, and I, and I know you reached out to me, was to his son, Justin McDonald, uh, to say that we finally delivered this. I'll tell you one, Jerry, I haven't even told you yet. Uh, Jessica Hall was emailing with Justin, and he said, uh, I walked to my dad's office and put the page from the legislation on my dad's desk. Um, it still means a lot to us. Uh, again, bittersweet, but um, yeah, kind of a Kind of a tough one around the holidays. Like I said, win for the industry, but but we lost a, a great man and a great a great friend. More importantly, uh, a year uh, this year, uh, we get a, a a Christmas present for the big man, huh? Yeah, what a uh, what what a win and and, and bittersweet and uh, and it's a it, it's it was a it was a great like said, great victory, but uh, a little bit a little bit tough to brought up some uh, some tough memories from earlier this year. Yeah, but uh, congratulations to you and. Uh, thankfully, now Congress is out of town. They can do no more harm to us. Right, uh, right. We can relax, sit back, and enjoy the Christmas season a little bit. That's right. What that's right. what will will come from this, Jim? Now, uh, as we shift our priorities into the new Congress, uh, we obviously we don't know the outcome of the Georgia elections yet. But where are you going to start your focus for next year? Well, our our, our focus our, our focus is going to be on making sure we continue to to vet uh, the the, uh, the Joe Biden's administrative picks and his cabinet picks. Uh, we're starting to see the kind of the full fleshing out of those, so uh, we, we continue to have interactions with with uh, with with those picks and taking a look at them, what they mean for industry. Uh, you know, again, the the, the schedule is in flux. Uh, they will begin confirmation hearings that will eat up the bulk of the time. In the United States Senate, uh, the House will have a, a very narrow majority, as we've talked about on the on the on the podcast previously. Uh, but I'm looking for what what are the first things out of the gate the day after Joe Biden uh, is inaugurated. Uh, I think infrastructure and another COVID package are going to be first and foremost. I think it's you thought this one was difficult. I think the second the next COVID package is going to be even more difficult uh, because the economy should be starting to see some some better signs of recovery. The vaccine will be more fully implemented. And, and, and I think there's going to be a real pushback about sending another trillion dollars into the economy. That said, Infrastructure is always talked about. There's opportunities in there for us for housing, uh, for just transportation in general, and then to hitch a ride on anything else. So that's what I'm going to be focused on in the, the first couple of months, uh, and uh, and we'll uh, we'll be ready to hit the ground running and, and build on our successes here at the end of the year. Well, uh, we're looking forward to it, Jim. It's going to be a real interesting time coming. So far, I think the uh, the the real surprise for me has been the environmental decisions and choices that uh, President-elect Biden is making. They're not exactly uh, who we would have picked if we were given our druthers, but they're nowhere near as bad as I think we could have faced. Uh, And and in fact, you and I might have been afraid we were going to face. Yeah, you know, uh, you you and I were on the the uh, the Zoom call we had with Mitch McConnell uh, last week as we talked about the Georgia Senate races uh, and 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 NHB's support for uh, for those races. 
Um, and he said something very interesting that stuck with me since since that Thursday event. And that is, I'll tell you the kind of president Joe Biden is going to be. We're, he's going to be a moderate if the Senate is held in Republican hands. I thought that was very interesting. Even now, even if the Republicans fail to win both of those seats and it's a 50-50 tie, his cabinet chip picks are, have generally been with a mind towards confirmation. It hasn't gone too far to the left. Um it hasn't gone too far to the right, obviously, for his own base. But I, I do think that if if the Senate holds, I think you're going to find Joe Biden is going to is going to be traditionally where he said he always has been, uh, despite his left flank, is always trying to trying to move uh, is going to move towards a, to a more a, a center position, and that's that's good for us and good for housing. Well, you, you, uh, I think it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out, and we will be uh, watching it closely. By the way, to our listeners, I I, I ask you please to. Subscribe to the podcast. Uh, the more subscriptions we have, uh, the more uh, information you'll have, and you'll be able to to um, to uh, hear the latest and greatest that's happening not only on Capitol Hill, but next year we hope to expand this podcast into something a little bit more broad based. Yeah, Jerry, we're getting ready to launch with the, with the new year one of our our newest features that we've come up with for the podcast, and that's what we want to hear from you. We want to hear from our, our faithful listeners and subscribers. So if you've got a question you'd like uh, like to answer or uh, or some comments, please uh, email us at podcast at nahb.org. That's podcast at nahb.org. Tell us what's on your mind uh, and, and throw some. We, we like we like the hardball questions. We like some softballs too. Uh, but but we'll we'll pick a couple uh, in each episode and uh, and answer them for you. Thanks, Jim. I have one right here in front of me. Um, uh, this comes from. Uh, a builder uh, overseas, I guess, wants to know what's the capital of Mongolia, Jim. Uh, that would be Ulaanbaatar, I believe, is the capital of Mongolia. <laughs> Thank God you had your phone handy. Yeah, I did. Yeah, right. You, you know, I, and and it's funny. I also got one too. They're coming in fast and fierce. It's amazing how this is real time. I actually got one from Sean Howard, uh, who co-wrote this with my son James Tobin, uh, and wanted to know if if we were making a bet on the Dolphins Raiders game. Uh, primetime game this Saturday night coming up, you know, traditional bet, uh, you know, uh, dinner for four when, when, when we can actually go out to a restaurant, uh, loser picks the wine. What do you think? Uh, I, I realized that my team has, uh, has fallen off the edge of the cliff, but, uh, I will take that bet. All right. Well, we did knock off the Patriots and, and no offense to our, our, our friends up in the, uh, the, the, the Northeast, uh, but we knocked off the Patriots this weekend, so uh, we're hopefully going to make the playoffs. Speaking of the Northeast, I, I'm talking to everybody today here from uh, uh, the the great uh, state of Vermont, uh, way up in the Northeast, almost <laughs> at the Canadian border, looking out my Anderson windows at a uh, nice little gentle snowfall right now. So it's fitting of the season. In the meantime, our thoughts and prayers go out to our past chairman, Gary Garzinski, as he undergoes an operation early next week. Uh, Gar. You're going to get through it strong. We're all with you. Uh, just uh, relax and, uh, and Godspeed to you, our friend. Here, here. And to everyone else out there, we wish you all the happiest of holiday seasons. Happy New Year. Uh, and thank you all for listening to Housing Developments. I'm Jerry Howard. And I'm Jim Tobin. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.